three brasses from Cape Town speaking to people, and those people are speaking back. Welcome to the Don't Know Show. Welcome everyone to the Don't Know Show. Our guest today is the illustrious, the incomparable, the Gimba of Gimbas, the fritter among fritters. The one and only Nicholas <laughs> Mr. Mac, also known as Nick Mac to most of you. Welcome. Also known as the Godly Gimba. Also known as the Gimba. How's it going, my house? Easy. Kak, excited to be here. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate it. <laughs> Alright, so for everyone, um, we, Mr. Mac was supposed to be our first guest. Um, but we had some technical issues, um, and therefore the side. we brought Put him. Sack. <laughs> <laughs> and so we brought him back. Um, so today we are hoping for this episode to be a little bit more light-hearted. Um, so let's get straight into it uh, and get some answers from this chappy, Mr. Mac. We. Tell the people, the listeners, the 59 listeners that we have so far. Broke uh, <laughs> 50, half, got, half century. Gotta start oh, yeah. somewhere. Of um, course. Who are you and why are you here? I am here because there is no refuge. Finally from myself. <laughs> Until I confront myself in the eyes and hearts of others, I am running. Until I suffer them to share my secrets, I have no safety from them. Afraid to be known. I can know neither myself nor any other. Not as a giant of my dreams, nor as the dwarf of my fears, but as a person, part of a whole. Wow. With my share in its purpose. Good evening, family. Why? Uh, let me Why? rephrase the question. Why? Why are you on this podcast? <laughs> because I know you for many years and you basically begged me with food. And um, I'm here now, so thank you so much. You know, I enjoyed that scrambled egg with feta cheese and ham, my you wow. can still remember that. That, that oh, is my signature and only dish. <laughs> well, I never, I never had a t-shirt. Actually, Rima, you never cooked for me ever in my life. Uh, Hilton, Hilton, you, you buy my car with Michelin star diet. He's making, you're making creme brulees and stuff, and you want me to make you the eggs that I make wait, on a regular wait, basis. Wait, 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 this making creme brulees. Yeah, Hilton's a bit of a, you know, he's a bit a of a... A connoisseur. He's a bit of a guru in the kitchen. If you know what Milton, I mean. I need to have some of your food, please. I a rocky, bro. I'll, I'll couple you some duck. I always give yes. people with a duck. Mm. Yeah. You were going to go fit the duck, but right. now, but how come we can operate? <laughs> Hello, son? Nah, I think it's a Constantia. Constantia. Constantia shop. Well right. I, got, I got the Constantia <laughs> shop right for my duck. Fantastic. Look at the duck. <laughs> the, duck the duck does boost, though, to be fair. But um, uh, yeah, duck is liquor. I enjoy it. Yeah, he makes. Uh, yeah, oh, he does, he does so let me answer job. your question, Rima. Yeah, let's go for that. Do that. I I'm here because uh, I'm just here to tell you a bit about my, my journey, my life, and all that type of vibes. And I mean, this is a platform to do so. We can speak speak freely, speak freely, and um, be organic and raw. I mean, that what else can you? I can be myself. You know what I mean. I am myself to a certain extent on the content that I produce, but it takes a lot of energy. I mean, imagine being like that all day. 
That is must a workout on its own. So I'm very happy to be here and I can't wait for the questions. It better be a hard eating. Oh, you want hard eating? Oh, not really, but okay. Have you watched the island Deborah Patter? Yo! I'll fucking hear and cry about this motherfucker. Oh, shit. Next month. Focus Next minute, uh, to pay Geba. Uh, vampire Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Mr. Mac, you are, uh, like, listen, I'm not a big fan of this word, but I can't find another word, right? I've had a tough day. Um, uh-huh. Influencer, right? And you, you, oh, you, shit! You, nah, I'm over icon, but anyway, yeah. Well, you know, icon, food icon, and you, know, you do the steak pig show, and you're doing another show now called Grilled, uh-huh. right? Take us through that. Uh, what is it all about? What does it entail? And, you know, what can the people look forward to when they watch a show of yours? Okay, so, yeah, it started a stick pick. Uh, this was two or three years ago, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, it's basically just a rip of, of, of Art One's first we feast. I'm sure you know about that show, that web of series. Course. Yeah. Shout out Sean Evans, come to the show. Yeah, quality, quality. Um, so I was very obsessed with this because I love chicken wings and I like spicy and I used to be so, uh, you know, engulfed in watching the show that uh, my wife was like, yo, are you going to spend time with me or Sean Evans, bruh? So I'm like, oh, true, sorry, I didn't realize that I watched like two seasons in a couple of days or two weeks, whatever the case may be. She said to me, why don't you just do this here in South Africa? So I was like... The idea, yeah, it's in my head. I'll be able to do it, but actually applying and going <laughs> forward and doing it, that's, I've always struggled with that, like planning and, you know, actually doing something. You follow? Mm-hmm. So, as she was the drive and the motivation, I reached out to some people, Rai Guy, a wonderful videographer and content content producer, creative, um, I reached out to him. Uh, I got his number from Rolo Rose, Sneaker King in Cape Town, South Africa. Um, and then we hooked it up. I... Then I had to reach out to someone that can make art sources and wings. We got together with Sidewing, Ashley and Strone. They were small business back then. They have blossomed into something of beauty um, of recent times. And they make us landing there in Waterfront and in Otley. So yeah, we came together and then I said, this is the idea. It's basically like that. We need to get a hold of people that will be interested in coming on. I ask them questions and we eat fire stuff. And that's what we did. I was very nervous. It was the first time I did it. I learned a lot from that time up until now. And uh, yeah, it's going. Season three is in the works and going to be shot very soon. I've been saying that for the past year and a half, but I'm being serious when I say so now. Um, (laughs) So yeah, uh, eventually uh, it grew and I got some decent following uh, for entry. Like to start out, it was fire. And then it stopped because of certain other commitments that we had to do but then I got approached by um, GoBinge South Africa and that's the platform that I'm currently on GoBinge.co.za you must please check it out there's lots of content there and then they well they had a show in mind called Grilled or Grilled is this um, basically just uh, the presenter or the host Steakbeck however belongs to me so I produce and present on that However, grilled, um, they said, this is the idea, this is what we want to do, and can you do this? We shot the first thing, it was like, you know, it was just like meant to be. I mean, this is what I want to do. I want to eat food, I want to talk shit, and I want to love life. So, 
Exactly. That's where it is now. And we're still cupping on consistency. It takes patience. It takes hard work. It doesn't happen overnight. It's still a struggle. Um, we have day jobs. We, we, we slot in times where we can to operate and produce content. We edit, we cut, we put up. Um, it's a lot of maintenance. It's, um, but because the passion is there and the love, I won't stop because, yeah, it's, it's a thing of beauty for me. I just need to do it in moderation as well because heart attacks, because high blood pressure, diabetes, that's <laughs> <laughs> big. Exercise, bro, so, uh, lifestyle. Uh, yes, I found exercise, his phone was off. But the thing is, um, <laughs> organize a couple of chakra road soccer games and maybe I'll, you know. <laughs> so, Mr. Mac, you mentioned now you're working with Go Binge. At, yep. Yeah, so what what are they all about at the moment now? What's, what's Go Binge? What's their okay, cool. So, Go binge, if I can put it this way, okay? This is not like comparing, it's just an example of what I can compete. <coughs> so let's show Max, show Max, Netflix, uh, Hulu, all that, right? Spotify even, uh, SoundCloud. So this platform um, brings all local news, music, um, content such as Grilled Steak, Big MVP Club. It's, it all lives on that platform. So um, the more content we produce, the more is obviously on that platform. And they are actually, or we are actually working towards having the best platform in South Africa. And then obviously, global, well, fuck, uh, ultimate goals would be <laughs> to have global recognition, which, you know, um, it can happen. It's the internet and that's the way forward for now. So, yeah, GoBinge is where you can get all the latest vibes, you know, current affairs. Uh, like I said, latest drops on tunes and music uh-huh. and um, all the latest content that we produce locally. Nice. Um, so it's something that I'm very proud about and proud to be a part of because these people are, you know, serious business and, and you know, mm-hmm. actually have plans and goals to, to take this thing to a level that um, hasn't been done in South Africa before. Nice. Yo, Mr. Mac, um, can you tell us where your love for food or your love for fritting came from? <laughs> it came from young, because uh, obviously it's a huge passion of yours. Explain how, Passionate uh, conceptions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bruh. I mean, yo. Uh, we were at university together, the three of uh, four of us. And uh, I mean, I, I showed my colors there already. But it started in preschool when I asked a slice of bread from a young girl already. You know what I mean? And I just loved how someone else's food tastes. I don't know if there was doom in it, size fluid, poison. I just liked the taste of if somebody else prepared a meal and then I ate it, man. You know what I mean? Like, I get a lot of a lot of uh, messages and stuff saying, yo, why don't you do a cooking show? And I like my bro, I don't like to cook the food. I like to eat it, Shinjai. Like, uh, that's what I do. I frit it. But it started, to answer your question, Hilton, it started way back when, next year, preschool, primary school, high school, and then university. My passion was uh, tasting other people's food. And I, a lot of people don't like this, but I ran the way. Like a certain lunchbox, if it was a Tupperware or Edda's lunchbox, no? It gave off a certain vibe to me that made me like, yo, mouth is watering. So if you had peanut butter, fish paste, chicken, mayo, tuna, cheese and tomato, which is my favorite, just so by the way, cheese and tomato, salt and peps. Yeah, you right. <laughs> so uh, we had started long ago and look, it's actually now blossomed into something that I'm sharing with, with people, you know, not just here, but like, across the country and stuff like that which is super super liquor for me uh, we, so it started at a young age my bro if my tani wanted to go out she needed to buy me a mexican chili pack of chips a big tex and a drinky otherwise you're not going nowhere 
Jullie hebben het dan weer. Dat is een stokstede, een schooltrap, dat is toch zo. Jullie hebben het Ja, en mijn cousin Bugs call. Um, uh. He used to come like to me, and I lived with my grandmother, so he used to come every morning, like in the holidays. So whatever sport was on, whether it was tennis, Wimbledon, cricket, whatever, that is the sport that we would play on that specific day. Uh. Um, but we always used to, before we kick it off, my bro, 8 o'clock in the morning, Bombay, Chili, Alibaba, Papa, Bites, I still came in the foil packet, the green one. And an arrow, I see. That was the stock standard before we start our, our sporting event for that morning. That's yeah. Fantastic. Uh, for those of you uh, who are wondering about the sound, Hilton is currently in a rural location. He, his full-time job is an assassin. And so he's currently tracking down bad guys. Wet work. He's one of those assassins who only kill, you know, bad guys. Uh, for the good of for the good for, of humanity. For, for the good of humanity. Yes, so, of course. The reality is, the sound's <laughs> going to be a little bit uh, not so great on his side, but bad people need to die, and that's a fact. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh um, shit, that's a bit harsh. I've got to clean uh, up this dirty town. <laughs> 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 and also, um, um, as you heard, um, the pots and pans in the background. Apparently, Brandon is recording from a commercial kitchen somewhere. Nah, in the I'm not doing anything. I'm loving in my room. Um, maybe there's some ratatouille shit going on in his kitchen. Jenny Morris in his kitchen. Yo, Jenny Morris, my bro. Jenny Morris must come on here. My bro. Well, listen, we'll try our best, bro. We'll try our best. Okay, so. Yeah, you've always been that guy. We can, I think, most of us can attest to that stealing our bread and what you have. Too much uh, stealing. Okay. <coughs> you know, some say, some say borrow, some say steal. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, so, um, uh, take us through the process from start to finish of how you know a lot of people see the finished product. They see the slick, you know, editing and so on and so forth. Take us through the uh, from start to finish how a grill shoot would go. Um, you know, how, how do you get there? How do you get the yeah. context you get? You know, anything that uh-huh. you obviously can disclose. There might be uh-huh. some things that you want to keep a trade secret. So, uh-huh. you know, do what you can. Nah, there's no secrets here, my bro. If I can help somebody, that's what I want to do. That's like very important to me as well. Like my wife will sometimes stop me and be like, my bro, why do you want to do that? You, you don't need to do that. What do they do for you? But, yo, we, that's, I think that's a big problem of that we have currently people want to keep secrets and they want to share their journey yeah. and their experiences mm-hmm. and that like kind of you know puts people off but um to answer your question a grill shoot will go like this so if you're going out to a restaurant to a place a eatery um they will tell me yo we scheduled at half past three to meet here my bro for some reason not for some reason this is i'm always late my bro yeah but anyway um I would go to the, to, I'll drive myself wherever it is, say Jade's Tavern or whatever, Spur, wherever the case may be, we'll get there. Then I've got a producer on site. I've got um, a videographer or two videographers and I've got a director with me, right? Um, these guys are magicians. They're fantastic and they are cack, cack passionate about what they do. Um, attention to details, vital and all these types of things. So we'll meet up. We'll have a quick discussion. Have you got, they'll ask me, have you got your intro in your head? I, I have it in my head, yes. I don't script anything. I go off the tongue. Um, because if I script anything, I'll fuck it up because I'll be thinking about what am I, do I need to say next? So only certain things and like, um, you know, uh, keywords and things that I 
can't forget and, and I need to say, I'll try and write that down or just keep it in my phone or something. But then we'll do an intro, so then we'll film and I'll walk and I'll say, da da da, people's persons, da 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 da. <laughs> and then we'll cut on and we'll cut and then we'll set up and then we'll do so it's like a real fucking set on location. And you know, we, we're keeping us uh, uh, as professional as possible and, and you know, doing, doing the damn thing. It's work, you understand? But for me, it's not because. I'm excited. I'm gonna eat now, and I'm gonna share it with you guys. So a uh, home review would be my wife would help me. You, uh, uh, they're gonna do a blooper reel, my bro, and you need to see this blooper reel. It is better content, bro. It is. You can imagine, Rimo. You can imagine. Uh, I'm getting quiet for my mochi, my mochi is swearing. Me big, you know, the, like the guys in the editing room were like, "Are oh, you just as he's gold?" So they're gonna put together a blooper reel, and that's gonna be out soon. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's two hours of, of total joy for me to have to film. Um, that's something I look forward to at all times. Um, you know, I, I enjoy it thoroughly. And I mean, the process, I love the process as well. From the production to the editing, to the lighting, to the speaking, to the how you eat, to what angle you're going to be at. That's, that's amazing. I'm learning so much. And hopefully one day I'll be able to to film myself and, and you know, cut and sit in an editing room myself and, and do it on my own uh, on such a scale, you know, because it's really quality, I feel. Do you, yes. Mr. Mac, uh, just a quick one. Do you feel that, that there's a lot of people now trying to sort of not do what you do now? Or do you feel that you've inspired like a whole sort of... Uh, generation to actually I love that question and this is the first time that somebody has asked me that well asked me a question on, on like a podcast or an interview or something yeah um, you, you asked me do I feel like somebody or some yeah. people out there or, or to, trying to do what I do and what do yes yes and, you know, my answer to that is my answer to that is nah, I don't know because nobody can be like this you guys not the <laughs> you follow um, and, and, and the, why I say so is because yo at the end of the day my bro if you want to do what you want to do and that's what you're passionate about I'm gonna back you and I'll be behind you because this is what you want to do so Perfect. if you if I want to sit down and I want to do food reviews and I want to do this and I want to do that I will never ever waste somebody you're just why the fuck are you doing it if I'm doing it then why must we all do bro yeah. we must come together and we can fucking even do it together I will yeah. share with you some of what I have you can share with me what you have at the end of the day that's what I said before we need to come together and help each other out Shinjai we can that oh, is yeah. what Go Binge is about as well like we come together nice. and, and you know we put our shit yeah, together and everyone can break bread together basically. 100% and um, just more on that sorry for the rambling off so much but um, like oh, wait. my personality and the way I do things I don't think anybody will be able to do like I do it and I won't mm. be able to do it like they do it so you can do whatever the fuck you want maybe if you bring your own twist and it's fire mm then who am I to waste like yo? Uh, you know what I mean? Because I know how it is, my bro. Mm. Yeah, so and no, I would also, never ever, you know. Yeah. Also another thing, like, do you find a lot of people are now sort of recognizing you in public? Like people that come up to you like in the street, like, hey, aren't you that bra from Steakbeck or? That's a famous Mr. Uh, uh, is, <laughs> is, is that really you? 
Anyway, example, quickly one day. Wake up in the morning, feeling like Peter D. Didn't brush teeth. And I needed to go to the bank quickly here in my graveyard over the Celtics, the FMP. So I'm there with the bank and I got my mask on and whatever. And I'm like, um, and I'm busy at the ATM. And this lady uh, gets out of the car and she's like, you know, my husband loves your show, eh? And uh, he's a foodie as well, man. Can I take a photo? And I'm like, yeah, as long as the mask is on because teeth game is on plucky. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I've had a few encounters like that. But I don't take real, I don't really take note. Like my wife, if I'm working with her or whatever, then she'll be like, do you see how the means is like looking? So I think that people like, <laughs> They, they kind of recognize me, but they're not really sure. Like, yo, is it uh. really that man? Because there's a lot of fat knives with beards here in Cape Town. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But then what they say to me is like, as soon as I start talking, nah, then they know it's me. Because this voice from all the AMG Muslims. They the voice of, um, of my voice, which is cock mad. So, it is. It's not to, to say that I'm fucking famous, but people do like recognize it some, yeah. sometimes, uh. you know? The edges of the tollies. Huh? The edges of the tollies, man. Feel it. Hi, 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 Basically, is what you say. Nah, it's the size of this fucking globe. Nah, yeah. anymore, man, it's not like that. It's you heard it here first, and nice, arrogant. <laughs> Cancelling. <laughs> Cancelling. You know my swag, I had a little scan, yeah, it's in there, so. Check it, Mr. Beck. Uh? Let me just speak before I have to go, go fucking in someone from... <laughs> um, to, you know with, with last year obviously with the pandemic and things like that first of all a lot of businesses died because of lockdown regulations and things like that but a lot of small businesses also came up especially in the food industry also so a lot of people got laid off from work and then they finally were forced into the passion have you seen like a big growth in in smaller e trees starting up especially with the home delivery and they have most like more space to to operate within the pandemic. Have you seen a, a rise in in new um, food joints opening or or, or people of providing food? And, have, and another brilliant question, actually. Has has the quality increased? Because you obviously been tasting all this means this day. So can you just give like a, just a, like a, a a picture of of the food scene right now, especially with the taking the pandemic into consideration. Hmm. Away. Um, sorry for breathing so hard, my bro. You must know. That's the inches, man. Damn it. Sorry, Rima. I'm breathing a bit hard into the mic, almost like, almost like it's a Aliyah song. You guys. But um, the thing is this. You <laughs> uh, to answer your question, my bro. One thousand million percent. There's been a rise in small business. Every per like for every person. A lot of people are opening up eateries because they love to cook and they like to share the food with people. So they're doing the burgers, they're doing the rubs, they're doing the wings, the chippies and stuff like that. Um, which is tops because they are now loving their passions, right? Mm. Some of them got laid off work. They're using their money to buy stock and sell their stuff. And, uh, you know, I can I can give props to that because, you know, they're not sitting on back and just yeah. like waiting for the money to end or whatever. But, um, yes. There has been many a local business that has opened up and that I've tried and had. 
and they were so grateful for us to do it because you know it's we're promoting them man and we're getting it mm-hmm. out there we have a somewhat of a following um not mm-hmm. as massive i mean that takes time and, and you know lots of work but um they were grateful because we put it out there and we enjoyed i enjoyed the, the food that was made mm-hmm. uh, the part of our mission was to promote these guys especially during this time and i think that we, we helped them greatly because of the appreciation that they showed us man they were very, very grateful. They said, yo, they can't thank us enough. And, th- you know, it was, it makes me feel good because at the end of the day, it's a win-win for everybody. I'm getting my stuff out there and they're getting their stuff out there. Yeah. Um, once again, coming together and creating greatness, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yo, what am I saying? I sound like Just fucking a tennis player creating greatness. Yo, Andre Eggers is... Advantage even this of it. Just a follow-up question that Mr. Beck. Um, you know most countries like have their cuisine and things like that. Obviously, us being a very diverse population, have you seen like a certain type of of, of food coming out? Like you know maybe Mexican or what? Maybe French. I don't know if you've gone to high-end restaurants, but have you seen a certain type of cuisine that has come out from from? The communities now, mm. all the businesses are starting up. And I you spoke about burgers and ribs, yeah. American style cuisine. Yes. So, what have you seen coming out from from the new businesses now? Is there like a movement towards a certain cuisine? Because obviously, we're very diverse. You know, you get your mm-hmm. Malays, you get Chisinyamas, you get uh. all these different types of local things. But what have you seen really on the rise within Cape Town or in the country? Burgers and wings, Brian Rubs. <laughs> Look, I've had, I've had, I've had uh, your Indian cuisines and I've had some Mexican, which is fire, Italian, uh, American, obviously, burgers, wings, ribs. A lot of guys do that and do that well. And then that's what they stick to and that's what they're doing. I've eaten, I don't know how many different wings from different uh, establishments. Um, all like signature flavors, some of them may be the same here and there, but. Um, you know, majority of the time, it's their own signature on there. Um, I've, I end, I haven't really like dined fine, dined odd, like at the a heavy vibe. Up, give me some restaurants that would be fine dining, like what? But, at the hotels. But I saw that one you went, went to in town, waterfront, <coughs> Springbok, and oh yeah, Karibu. Yeah, that was yeah. that was that was dope. That was game so it's like kudu and your wildebeers and you know all that types of stuff and i've never had that before so that was really really cool and that is also up well it's been here and easier like even like on the outskirts of cape town or you know in the Karoo and all that types of vibes that's what they do and that's what they serve ostrich and all that stuff uh people enjoy that and and a lot of tourists are attracted to that as well because it's local to us right um other stuff that's also on the rise and coming up is the Mexican stuff, like a lot of guys do their tacos. Like we've got tacos, Ooh, locos, titties, Mexican, and <laughs> you know, fat cactus and ponchos and all that. Mm. Uh, Mexican is one of my favorite as well. So that's also like, you know, people people also get involved in that because uh, it's, it's liquor. And, you know, some of them are just very, very good at preparing it. So I would say like majority, to answer your question, over here on the rise and still cupping on is the burgers, the ribs, wings vibe. Um, which I'm never gonna t- like turn my back to because that's stock standard. Like I can handle that's what I like that. Um, and to taste everybody's different twist to it that, that brings me, that makes me happy. Nice, you know, 
<laughs> yeah, I've had a couple. I've I've noticed the rise of that. Um, the guys that I've enjoyed, I'm gonna shout them out right now to our 59 listeners. Is Grillmeister like from it. Chad Thomas. Yo, um, fire. You can find him on Facebook at the Grillmeister. Those are three words. Um, his oh, ads sh- are hilarious that he makes on Facebook, so you can check that out. <laughs> Shout out to Chaz Thomas. Um, Taladega Grill. Um, you can find him on on um, Instagram at Taladega Grill. It's T-T-L-L-A-D-E-G-A and then Grill. Can I get a dub grills? Making that smoke brisket that um, is math watery. Yeah, that's And that's then really if you're in the Before Durbanville pe- area, Nanapee, N-A-N-A-P-E-A, nine, you can find those people on Instagram as well. I've heard from all of those places and they are to-do. <laughs> to-do. Uh, to-do. Talladega is actually available. Like a few places. Uh, is actually available, guys, on uh, Mr. Delivery and Uber Eats within the Weinberg region. Lovely. So yeah. if you live yeah. in that vicinity, go ahead. Even in Retreat. Oh, the Rivas. Mm-hmm. In the Rivas. So as y'all have you all smell and can Yeah, I mean, all these guys are really, really quality and they have their own signature taste. I've had all of them Teletega Grillmeister Shack. I've had Side Wing. I've had, you know, all these guys, mm. um, you know, they... they they got levels to what they do, so that's speaking, speaking of Chad Thomas, uh, I do remember uh, a one one occasion that Mr. Mac, myself, and Chad Thomas found ourselves in the Nando's in Athlone. And the oh, Chad true. Thomas bought this, these wings. And for some, I, I don't know how they did it, but they overspiced these wings. Big it was pasta. essentially inedible because Chad, I mean, if you've tasted the Grillmeister, the spicy shit is spicy, right? But this was inedible. And um, Mr. Max said, hey, I'll polish. I'm not going to waste food. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so Chad is like, if you can finish his wings, I'll pay for your food. I'll pay for your, your diet. And, and obviously, you can have the wings also. And Mackles polished that wings. <laughs> Lickety split. Tears rolling down his face. <laughs> Can I just Mouth, say, like, like on speed fire. on that, bro. <laughs> yeah, do it, bro. We were almost lambing at the baseball field. I use baseball field. Here yeah. So he came there and he was, like, angry. And he's like, listen, you're sitting there and said, have you ever had Nando's extra, extra, extra hot wings? So I'm like, nah, I never had it, but it must be Charles player, like, I'll polish. And he's like, <laughs> and he laughed at me and he's like, uh, really? Okay. I'm gonna go, let's go to Nando's. I'm gonna order that wings. I'll pay for all the diet, like my yeah. minimum is. Uh, if I'm able to eat like six of those wings and chips and stuff, or whatever. Yeah. And then we go there, and then the men say, like, the, all the staff is there, and they come in with jugs of water and asking me, are you really serious about doing this and all this? And I'm, now I'm getting nervous because I'm like, what the? F- well, he's on those wings. Turps, <laughs> so what's happening? So they brought the wings, and you yeah, know, I only left the sinew behind. And that is I think, I think Turps would have made it better. <laughs> and even those, yeah. I mean, I recall even the staff saying that is a little bit spicier than it normally is, even. So, uh, yeah, he, he was cacking a tiling afterwards, but he did polish. So, oh, yeah. uh, nobody doubt his credentials or will so, send it <laughs> to you. <laughs> What was your secondary diet? What was the diet that Chad actually paid for? 
Um, it was a pita, I think it was a pita, chicken pita and chips, something like that, and a cream soda for the backdrop. Yeah, I think I, okay. I think I had seven old chickens. Yes, old birds. Because I mean, somebody else is paying for it. I'm a callet. An appetizer, you know, what callet. An appetizer. Appetizer. You got the wedding. You know, you got the wedding and the appetizer on the table. You know, this meat is boiling out. Boiling out. That's why you keep your 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 old appetizer bottles. You get your soda stream and you buy five liter apple juice and you get the cup. Life Apple snap. Yo! Yo! That's why I used to leave some butter laden here on the top of the gullet. Because look at, yeah, that, that is the gift that keeps on giving. You wake up, you wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning and just your, your, your top part of your mouth is dry. You dry. Say, you know that? Dry, man. You know, dry you're, man. You're, you're doing that. <laughs> Yo, speaking <laughs> closer. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, yeah. Basically, creating ASMR before it was even a thing. Okay, so let's let's move on to the speed round. So in this situation, we ask your questions, quick chucks, and you answer them quick chucks. Okay. If you don't answer them quick chucks, uh, Yilton is on your the roof of your neighbors with a high-powered assault rifle. Assault, Papa. Right. <laughs> you answer the questions correctly, nothing happens. You answer them incorrectly. <laughs> well, well, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Huh? Right, oh, can you please use a burrito cannon to kill me? Right, right. <laughs> Silent but deadly. Just yes. like your farts. All right. <laughs> Question one. Favorite sneaker of all time? MX1 Anniversary Editions. Red and white and gray. Beauty. Favorite TV show? Bro, that's a difficult one. You can't do that. What popped into my head first is actually what I'm watching now for the third, third time in a row. Cock the gun, cock the gun, Hilton. Which, which is The Office. The Office. But I love Shameless. I love Grey's Anatomy. Guy. I love... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, Good Girls. I love uh, Banshee. I love... Yo, there's so many community. Um, you know, there's, there's a plethora. But um, currently, I'm watching The Office for the third time. Okay, fantastic. Favorite musical artist? The game. <laughs> the game. Doctor's advocate. Oh, right. wow. We'll, we'll get back Look, to Look, he's one of his top five. So we'll go game, Kanye, Jay-Z, J. Cole. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, so, but I'll say, but also, I'll say, Kendrick. I just get in the game. Right, Kendrick. Kendrick Shema. Pineapple <laughs> on pizzas. Yes or no? Are we here? Yeah, pineapple on yeah, pizzas. Yes or no? Pineapple on pizzas, that's a hard no from me, even though I'm gonna polish nonetheless. It's not gonna be a, a preference of mine to say, yo, at pineapple, bro. But, um, no, 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 no. I don't like fruit with my fritter. All right. And the last question is a scenario based question. You come from Galaxy, night out, back in the day, right? You go to the place, you buy a Gatsby. Your one friend is super drunk. He's sitting with the Gatsby, he's not eating it because he's passed. Do you snatch it out of his hand like a fucking ninja? Or do you just let the bra eat his Gatsby in peace at the slow pace that he is eating that thing? Go for it. You must know I'm gonna bring out my ninja skills from 95. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever saw Mr. Mac acting quickly, 
Yeah. That's when he needs to take a dike and polish immediately. Yeah, and I just think any kung fu movie you've ever seen. <laughs> that man is taking Kung that dance so quickly. That man is taking that dance so quickly. The brass is speaking in dub after that. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I talking like this? This man is still fighting, but he's fighting. Eh? Yeah, no. That man is straight to the to the Ming Dynasty of that man. <laughs> All right, cool. Okay. So. Ah. Let's move on. So, bro, you've been doing this now uh, for a couple of... How long have you been doing this now? A couple of years? Yep. Um, well, Grilled is now... I've been doing that for like a year and a couple of months. Stay big two, three years. Two and a half years. I've, okay. I, I've actually seen something now. Um, I saw something recently. What did you post now? I think it was like two or a week ago about the hot wings thing oh so we had a it was for Reebok South Africa so they yeah. reached out and asked me to do a oh yeah with Jay something a live yeah with uh, Case and Jay something it was it was liquor it was just yeah. very time ti- the time constraint was hectic so it mm. had to be like very quickly uh, quickly done mm. um, otherwise I would have loved I chatted to Jay something and to the other guys like for, for a long time yeah. uh, but I enjoyed it thoroughly uh, it was a quiet opportunity something good to put on a CV your voice um, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah we just did three wings three sauces yeah uh, mild artist and yeah asked him a couple of questions and what they was he doing currently in the hot nice. in the hot seat it was nice. a collaboration with hot ones in America yeah because Reebok collaborated with, with hot ones oh, yeah. that's why I was like it's, it's, it's amazing an opportunity because I was like hot wings and I saw I was like wow oh, big yeah. things big that's things it was, it was uh, superb yeah that's yeah, so, because the thing you the thing you you, you, you put from you copied you actually col- collaborating with that's just like you worked uh, took inspiration you from away yeah, away collabed with the, with the, with the thing you tried that's yes it was, it was amazing it was really 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 good it's a good thing mm. and then I got some sneakers too so that's oh, yeah. that's always a, a bonus a box maybe is it the Reebok or the Nike <laughs> <laughs> They sent me like the classic Reeboks and then they sent me uh, the new ones, which is the Question Muds, Alan Iverson inspired, which is fire. Okay. Um, so yeah, quiet. So, so listen here, Mr. Mac, I have a question for you, my friend. So, um, it's Friday night, you get home from, from work, tummy rumblings, and you have to get a tight. You only have one clip in your pocket. Where do you go? 100 rand. 100 rand. Well, at this point in my life, all I have to do is cake it. You know what I do? Just check those videos here on Instagram, then I get it for free. So I don't need that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but if I had 100 rand, eh, and, and uh, this is like, uh, to be totally honest with you, um, I'm going to take 60 bucks and I'm buying me... Uh, Super Fisheries Keba, Poloni, Acha, Peri Peri Powder. <laughs> it's quality. Uh, it's, you know, the price is not bad. And I can, my son and my wife can have a piece of it if I'm in the mood to give them. Um, <laughs> and then a two liter tea. 
with the rest of the money and then that's all they didn't supper dinner in yeah let's be fair your wife and your life is not getting any of that tight <laughs> I'm I not that brutal anymore <laughs> <laughs> listen um, let's let's just move quick uh, you gotta take a popes now Rima what guy yo popes in uh, the toils no um, I was uh, de- uh, dealing with some um some insurgents that just came into my house. <laughs> oh Lord, Hilton, you must come from Beaufort, bro. Here's the thing, sometimes... <laughs> I'll, I'll, send, I'll send my two IC. Yo. <laughs> yeah, listen, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a controversial figure and sometimes I get attacked by ninjas randomly. You two IC or Randomly, my house gets attacked by ninjas sometimes and I need to fight them off splinter style. Um, so I chose uh, the, my weapon. I choose my weapons randomly. And this time I chose nunchucks. I shouldn't have done that. It took a bit longer than normal. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Um, <laughs> should have just taken the katana, slice that bitches up, quick chucks. You wouldn't even know I was gone. Oh, right? all the ninja turtle weapons. All right, though, after this podcast, I'm going to have to deal with a bad dead body. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, um, so, yeah, bro, you're involved in that type of world. You're involved now in that influencer world, right? Uh, Come, can I ask you guys a question? Ask, you ask away, bro. Ask away. Oh. So the idea for doing this, uh, for having this content and, and doing this podcast, no? Yeah. I can remember, like, this is like years before all the all the podcasts and stuff came out. You guys were going to do a sports one back then, mm. like in yeah. 2013, 2012 <laughs> or something. Um, mm-hmm. That's not like way back then, and I mean, there were podcasts, but I mean, it wasn't as big as it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always knew that you guys wanted to do it. I mean, what sparked it to actually follow through and do it now? It's a good question. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically. So listen, we had, we had a podcast featuring uh, Carl Lewis. We had a lot of passion with very little follow through, right? Um, mm. I think we were focused on other things at that time. And the, the, the basic answer is COVID. I mean, I think all three of us, I had a realization that um, we were talking about a lot of things, but doing a little, very little. Yeah. I think that's the case for a lot of people. And um, so we just decided, let's just fuck it and just jump in and do this thing. Yeah. The aim for this is like, you, anybody after, you'll notice after quite a few podcasts that every podcast is going to have a very different feel because feel. we're going to cater to the tests. Podcast, the first one with Mikey was, Oh. super like a lot more serious because I got the content and the discussion was a lot more um was a lot more serious I enjoyed it so much eh? like it yeah. was very informative and uh, it's a lot of food really and we do we, we do plan to try and get um everyone on Mikey on to maybe a live show at one point and because we got a lot of questions coming from that podcast and it's a it's a topic uh-huh. that's very difficult to, to like unpack in two hours and so we'll get some, Us, yeah. probably going to get a live show going on if he agrees. And then people can just come on and ask questions or answer those questions uh, to the best of our ability. So yeah, um, that is basically it. COVID, uh, Yuten and I have always been a dream team when it comes to um, doing things. We've done Kings of UWC together. We've done a couple of other things. And you know Spencer's a good looking fellow. And so we like looking at his face. And so we, asked him, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we asked him to uh, up our, our sexy quotient uh, because Newton's an average looking bra, average looking bra, you know. I look cuck, um, and um, Spence looks fantastic. 
Yeah, Lige så... They, they're some, lying. Listen to the lying. So basically... Jo, Spencer, de still look lekker. We'll actually, we'll actually post a few pictures on our Instagram to show you how, how sexy that lady is. Jo, so, now they get a picture of kakalak. <laughs> <laughs> and so we have it's to... That's a, a cockroach, by the way. We have to... Um, <laughs> We have, to muddle our, uh, yeah, we have to muddle out our, our, our sexy quotient device. Um, but, on the, but on that dream, also, like, like you, Mr. Mac, seeing you, like, following you, also inspired us. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I was about to get through, through, through. Oh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Like, doing what you want to do, like, that was inspired us, bro. Like, so, like, that's why I asked the question earlier. I was like, yeah, like, you've, you've done, you've literally inspired us to start what we wanted to start a while ago and i hope that what we're doing now is going to inspire other people to do what they want to do by listening to what we're telling them like the guests that we have on it's a whole it's diverse so we have like people from educated people to people that are are, are basically just working graphing whatever that's yeah and yeah, oh, hopefully, yeah. Just, oh, yeah, hopefully they can. Voice s- of, the, of the common man, I guess. So yeah. Common Catholic artist struggling and there we go. Yeah. Yo, so big ups and well done, because I mean, like like Rimo said, you know, you can speak about it and have these ideas and stuff, mm-hmm. but, um, but you know, what we do uh, so a lot of guys don't have that motivation or passion to follow mm-hmm. through. So um, so so. Props, actually, like it's not easy, yeah. but yeah. if you love it and you love people and you love speaking and you have experiences to share, and then it's yeah. then it's yeah. like you know it will come second nature. Like I mean, you guys are doing now, yeah. So excellent stuff, actually. I can't wait to hear more. You know, more to come. Yeah, no, we hope to do more uh, if Hilton survives this mission that he's on right now, which I'm sure he is going yeah. to because he is a top class assassin. Yes. Um, <laughs> right. well, Agent Fifty Three. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'd only be giving this classification. You can't give the man age away like that, Spence. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> what happened to the previous 52? That wasn't as good as you, Buddha. No, 52 was 52 was gone. He was yeah, featured in the video game. Yeah. So yeah, speaking of like. Um, uh, inspiration and, and that sort of thing which you, you were definitely one of those people that you saw you know doing your thing and getting out and we thought well if Mr. Mac can do it then fuck anybody can do it because that's exactly of course yeah. so, <laughs> so um, yeah so listen who inspires you and I, and I want I'd like the question to be answered in two ways I feel like a you lecture want to tell me how to answer okay. yeah, I, you know I feel like a lecture now uh um, one with regard to the content side, right? Uh, on the internet and, and, and whatever. YouTube is going to be South African, it could be international, whatever you've already mentioned, Sean Evans and, and mm. the complex guys. Um, and then on the other side, from in your, in your personal life. Okay. I'm um, sorry, I was just. <laughs> I was just trying to uh, process because Rimoki think it's very uh, rude and uses words very <laughs> mischievously with a person. Cuts like knives. So your question is my inspiration with regards to the internet world and in reality, right? That's well, basically what correct I'm mundo. So internet world, my inspiration, or where I would gather ideas from and my spirit animal in life is Bam Bam Paklava, Mr. Action Bronson. 
Pronsolini himself. I love what a guy. Him. What a guy. He is, as always, they come. He is himself. He is, you know, yeah, it's just, yeah, bro, like I went to just hug that bro once. You guys. Plus, he's on a heavy lifestyle change journey now. But mm-hmm. incorporated that in what we used to do. He's go out and travel the world and frit and see his experience. So Action Bronson, definitely. Mm-hmm. And my cousin Hayden like introduced me to him very long ago. Um, <laughs> I was about to say crew, he's actually an American like version of uh, Aiden. Oh, yeah, the Alchemist and, and Big Body Bess and, and, you know, all those guys. Um, what's the other one? What, what's the other one's name? I cannot forget them. I'm mad. He's doing a cooking show currently. Um, Mayim Loren away. So them and that crew. That's like the Viceland people, the Viceland men. Mm-hmm. So they inspire me a lot with the way I speak and what I, and how I bring across my, you know, how I communicate with the audience. Um, I learn a lot from that. And many others, you know, that's just, that's just the one that stands out to me. In life, um, you know, who are, it's my family, my wife, my son. Um, they inspire me every single day. It's difficult sometimes, as but you know, as it's normal for it to be tough in so, some situations. But where the inspiration comes from is that you don't give up, CJ, and then tomorrow uh, we speak about it, we work on it, and we you know apply and follow through and try to fix whatever difficulties there is, which is inspirational on its own. So um, just to see them happy and proud of me is quite and makes me extremely, extremely happy because the place I came from um, and the experiences that I've had is uh you know quite dark man you know what i mean so mm. the light and the inspiration now in the reality is my family and being with him and <clears throat> even just sitting and and being in their presence is something that i wouldn't change for anything except maybe a keba <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah you, you mentioned you mentioned uh the, that that dark past and mm. um i've obviously been with you on that journey for quite some time Yo, my people. mommy used to phone you, eh? Uh, yeah, cheapers. Uh, but okay, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I've had many, many a, a concerned conversation uh, with your mom. Uh, but uh, yeah, you got through the crew. Like, and so for those people, because I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that have either gotten through that themselves or currently maybe even in that situation. And um, just take us through that. How uh, you got through that period, and, and you know some of the some of the hardships you that you faced along the way. Yeah, definitely. Um, so it was like a addiction, abuse of drugs, and um, it was a uh, I was in a place where you know, but it was just lies. Like my whole life, my whole the person who I was, it wasn't it wasn't real. It was this other side that came out to this beast dark beast that came out of me every morning it would just be one goal from the morning till the night from the time I wake up till I go sleep it's I need to get that and I need to get that now and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get that now you know so it's um, heroin I used that was my drug of choice I was addicted to that Unga they call it on the streets of Cape Town um, there was tuck, there was rocks there was cocaine there was a lot of st- stuff that I do um just to get out of reality, man, you know? Mm. Mm. Um, I was told that I'm very, like, um, fun to be around, and, uh, you know, people enjoy my company, I'm very funny, and, but a big part of that was just the mask that I was wearing, mm. so that 
They couldn't see pain and hurt and whatever. I'm not going to get to the technicalities of emotional stuff with regards to drugs. Um, but uh, it really, really, it, I, I'm lucky to be alive. I should have been dead. Remo, you know, you you were, uh, you know, I was. I spent a lot of time with you there. You were kind of safety for me in a lot of ways and in a lot of senses. But um, uh, I I lost everything. I was homeless. I was on the street. Uh, my family took me in. Shout outs uh, to Sherry and Grant who took me in. And uh, other cousins, Christo and Bev, that took me in. Uh, but I fucked up there as well. Like I stole shit and uh, I was still using and I lost jobs. And um, so they eventually obviously kicked me out as well. I became aggressive. My mother didn't know what to do with me anymore. It lasted eight years of my life. This drug addiction and this abuse. So um, it was eight years that my mother tried to figure out why, how, what, is it me? Is it da 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 da? I still believe to this day. I still have guilt about it. I know facts is that, uh, you know, that's out of my control. And uh, the death of my mother wasn't my fault. Or her getting sick wasn't my fault. But it doesn't uh, take away from the fact that I still think about that it's, you know, I contributed so much to, for her to get so ill and then to, for her to die, you know? Um, it's uh, like I get a reassurance on a daily basis from my wife and stuff like that. Like, yo, you can't be so unfair towards yourself. Like, yes, you were fucked up, and yes, you hurt your mother bad, and um, that will always be in my heart. And that is part of why I wanted to turn it around and like making this thing, this negative thing that I was chasing and uh, wanting to get without any uh, obstacles in my way and wanting to go for turn it into something positive and something that I can go for, which is what I'm doing now and why I'm so passionate about it with regards to the, the content that I do and stuff like that, uh, with regards to the motivation that I have now, with regards to being positive and happy, being real at all times, feeling your emotions, dealing with it in a in a way that is constructive and then, you know, letting it, uh, accepting it and moving on and not acting out on shit. So if I was mm-hmm. back then, if I used to get angry, then um, I used to act out and then go just and shout at everybody and nobody must come close to me. You the you the night. I'm not the night, you the night. Deflecting, you know? And mm. then smoking on that so that I can feel guilt and then ashamed and all that shit afterwards. But that, I don't give a fuck mm. because once I smoke it's all suppressed. So I don't have to feel anything and reality's gone. When I uh, for the third or sixth or eighth, tenth, third, sixth time I went into the rehab, into rehabilitation um, to come right. It was something uh, I was very, I'm very lucky that I got this epiphany. I was mm-hmm. standing in front of the mirror. My mother, I was living in her house. She let me come in, but there was obviously certain rules and things like that. Um, but I was using and she didn't even look at me, bro, for this year that I was staying there. And um, I was in the bathroom and I looked in the mirror and it was like, it might sound weird to you, you guys and whatever, but I could see nothing. No substance through my eyes or no, no. Like I asked myself, bro, is this really, you, you, you want this to really be your life? And I begged her after so many times before to say, look here, I really want to get out this time. I'm going to do it. So please, can you, can you, can you send me somewhere so I can get out, right? So she, mm-hmm. what she done is she made me write like a four page. Um, she wanted six, I just did four. Four page essay. <laughs> Um, and a contract. So the essay was like, yo, you're asking to get help now this time. What's different? Or why do you want the help? I've been through this many times. Tell me why I should help you now. Um, I did that. And then the contract to sign, I must pay everything back to her, whatever she spends on going. 
you know, so she put these boundaries and these things into place because the trust was gone. Nobody trusted me at all, mm-hmm. bro. Remo, I'm sure, bro, like, yo, fuck, I mean, there's many things that I did that was fucking sick, but, um, you know, um, if I didn't apologize, I'm apologizing now. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> um, I, I did that, and um, one Sunday afternoon, it was on the 4th of November, 2011, I'm lying, 4th of November, 2012. She said, get in the car. Right, I got in the car. She drove me to the place, Falls Bay Therapeutic Community Center. If you're struggling with addiction, reach out to them. Please find them on Facebook and on the internet, fbtcc.com. Um, I went in there. My mindset... Uh, uh, yeah. No, no, no. I, I, don't, I don't have Instagram. But um, sorry for talking so much. But, no, no, no. Um, so, so... Um, I knew already from the time I looked in the mirror that I didn't want to do this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what or where I wanted to be, but I knew that I didn't a fuck want to be where I was, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so going in there, my motivation was so high and at the all-time high, bro. Um, I got shit done, man. I went in there and I said, yo, I'm going to apply all those vibes. I'm going to work the program. I'm going to conform. I'm going to surrender completely right um and then i went in and and um, everything was going so good i was operating and doing my thing but um in places like this what they do is they break you down so that you can be built up beautifully again right and i they unexpectedly just knocked me so bah! so my motivation was gone everything was gone i felt the raw you know with salt rubbed on me emotionally now um and I needed to pick up and pull from that again. And that was the most beautiful experience that I've had. Besides um, my wife getting married and her accepting me. That was such a, it was a, a, literally a life-changing experience. And um, I thank myself for that because I, I, I let myself go and surrender to, to, you know, to being the person that I really am. And... Uh, Coming out of, of the rehabilitation center, my lifestyle was going to be different. I was going to operate on a different level. I was this is all in my mind. This is all my plan of action. We do know that we put stuff down and we plan. It doesn't always go that way. But I had the tools now to that if it doesn't go the way that you planned it or, or, or you expected it to go, uh, I had the tool to, to cover that for me. So if it didn't happen and it made me angry, sad, or, or depressed, I would be able to say to myself, yo, but that wasn't meant for you and period even yeah. what I'm doing yeah. now this content stuff I feel sometimes yo it's depressing it's taking too long I don't feel like doing mm. I don't feel like I'm working too hard I have a day job I don't want to work the day job anymore I want to just do this but why is this taking so bro it's where it's supposed to be so away that journey for me it highlights it highlights uh, you know it's highlighted in my life 100% mm. and I would I wouldn't change anything about it because if I hadn't to go through that I would not know what I know now and that I believe firmly God number one savior 100% it was like if it wasn't for him I would have been dead you know yeah my wife was just saying the almost so your savior <laughs> yeah which he is you know <laughs> which he is I was just smart to get something that's so I must say this but the thing is like <laughs> I was just kidding the thing is that um, if you boil it down to simple terms and it's much easier said than done. Um, 
you know, if you really want something, my bro, you you just gotta go and and, and go get it, mm-hmm. and do what yeah. it takes to get it. You know, simple Most as that. <clears throat> yeah, speaking, somebody, speaking from yeah. somebody that was there, like <clears throat> with regard to the 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 guilt and 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 the people that were trying to help you at that time, I, I think this. I mean, from my side, and I'm and I've had conversations with your mom before. Um, and I mean, when you're in the midst of addiction, it's not something a conversation that we can have with you, because it's going to. And, and I, I, those people that have been in families with people that with addiction, unfortunately, these times where you, where you can't share certain feelings because mm. that's going to be used as a manu- manipulation tactic later on, and so you have to be very careful with how you place things, right? Um, and so, like, for me in that situation, there was never, there was yes, there was lost trust, but there was never fully, there was always hope. And I think because what Nicholas displayed at that time was always, even in the midst of his worst addiction, at its, at his very core, there was always a want to be better and a want to change. And yes, it took some time, it took a couple of years, um, but the want to be better and the want to not be that person was always evident. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why we didn't, uh, uh, there was still that open, we didn't give up. Yes, there were some trust issues, but there was never a time we, I felt like, okay, I'm done with this, but I like, it's, it's, it's not gonna. Okay, Yo, I'm and you know, that. I appreciate you and I appreciate that, Remo, because there were, like, you were the only one <laughs> that, that, that would still let me come there and let me sit there. You yeah. were you know, like what, the only one. I actually remember a very funny story that, <laughs> um, what's funny now, wasn't funny at the time, we, Nicholas and I were going with my car into work. He was in Adley Street and oh. we were parking in town as notoriously bad. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and so I was working for a media company at the time and so what would happen is we'd go in together in the morning. He would use his parking spot in the place he was working and then in the afternoon we'd go home together. And every afternoon I was like, what? I just put in petrol. What's going on here? There must be something wrong. There's a, a leak or something. And I kept on telling Nicholas, like, maybe I must get this car checked out. And I'm and like, yeah, bro, fuck. And he's like, yeah, bro, I won't take it. You can get it. In the month, you get paid. And then one day I was called to a story that was urgent and we needed to go. And I called uh, Nicholas. I couldn't get all of him on his cell phone. And I called to the office where he's working. And the lady told me that he hadn't been working there for the last three months. So I was like, <laughs> no, my guy. And I'm just arguing with us. I was like, no, 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 Nicholas. Listen, he's there. He was there <laughs> with this morning. Wow. And um, Nicholas phones me back uh, a few minutes later. I, I don't know how he found out that I tried to call um, the office. And he called me from his home number. I don't think he understood that I could see it his own number. <laughs> and then, obviously, I found out okay, this but I was at home. And then yeah. that day, um, his mom gave me a message to tell me that Nicholas hadn't been working there for quite some time. And Don't let Nicholas come there. Hide your shit away. Yeah. And Please so, don't so trust so. the nigger. Uh, which, you know, was fair yeah. because I was really fucked up. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I think we were going to a bar that evening. Uh, myself and and Hilton and, and a couple of guys, and I just thought to myself, I'm gonna go to this place. I'm gonna 
forget about this and I'm going to deal with it the next day. Um, and the next day you came to me uh, and we had a chat about it, about what had happened. And, um, and that's when you said to me, uh, you have to make some changes. You're gonna go away for a while. You're gonna try and make some, uh, make a difference. That was oh, actually yeah. into that was in 2012, um, mm. and then we were at another friend of ours place, and you told us about this this attempt and this thing that you had to write for your mom, and then you you went oh. and you came back. So it was a big oh yeah, because uh, a huge huge change. Because obviously we've been going through this problem back and forth for a number of years, and from our side, um, I mean. Everybody that can see in the internet, that is Nicholas. I mean, for the most part, obviously it's a yeah. sometimes mm. slightly exaggerated version. For the most part, that's who he is, and it's like a, like a personality that's infectious, and everybody wants around him, mm. right? Mm. But not everybody wants to be there when it's when it's not, not ni- ni- Mr. Mac making jokes or. Yeah. Um, being the guy that he normally is, like just want to be. That's difficult to do. So Ask like, my wife, my bro. <laughs> yeah. How fun this? I mean, it, I think <laughs> it goes for all of us, right? And yeah. so, like for, for those for those people out there that that have family members or somebody that's dealing with this sort of thing, um, we feel your we feel your pain. We understand. Yeah. Uh, I myself am in a family that has somebody with addiction uh, and it's a very difficult thing to to go through and so you guys those people in that situation just also be aware that there are places that you can go um because you're also experiencing trauma and you're also experiencing things that you should maybe speak to somebody about and deal with um from your yeah. side um dream cool dream I, I, on that yeah just a just a just a uh, commenting and on the back first of all mr back thanks for sharing your story yeah, uh, definitely. It must have been hard, obviously, with your fame <laughs> right now, but I really think it's really needed that your story is, is told and will be heard. Right. Yeah. But just a question, I would like you just to comment on, like we heard your story and, and we hope it will be a great inspiration for, for those who are going through a similar situation. But what advice would you give to family members who's dealing with, um, one of their family members who's obviously dealing with addiction, what advice would you give them, seeing that you came out of that situation now? Yeah, you throw them out, Tixie. Nice. You know? Just to deal with oh, yeah. the family. Oh, 100%. That is, mm-hmm. that is like you don't see their suffering, bro, until you mm-hmm. now actually out of it and you realize, mm-hmm. look at what I'm actually doing to my, my relationships, my mom, my dad, mm-hmm. my sisters, my brother. Um, so, you know, a person that is in active addiction is um, it's difficult because... You don't want, you don't plan for yourself to be a drug addict when you're small, you know. You don't want to scuttle and steal and do that. But look, you're doing it because this is the situation and this is what it leads to. Child, death or, you know, madness. So I don't have, I can't give advice from from that perspective from the fam. Look, they hurt the most, Dixie. Um, I was lucky enough to have a support system. My mother gave up on me and my ways, but not not really. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. She was my mother. She's never really ever going to give up on me. So the support, like coming out, I mean, I was lucky enough to have a family that would sit down and come say like, yo, props and big ups for you to actually go and try to get some help for yourself. If you need anything, mm. um, we are for you. 
obviously there's certain boundaries and lines. Uh, when I came out to the rehab and, and stuff like that, it was a, a thing of, I can't even go to the shop on my own. Um, my mother took, takes me everywhere. Now that's a sacrifice again on its own. But if you, the people that's in that specific situation that can drive you mad, it can drive you crazy, it will make you sad and depressed and angry because this is not how you brought your child up and not what you want them to do with their lives. Um, all I can say in that regard is don't, don't like Remo, um, you know, mentioned before, hope is a big thing. Faith, blind faith even if you don't, you know, have faith, have that blind faith and hope. That will always keep, you know, that positivity alive. Stay positive and um, main, main thing is don't give in to anything. So if your child is using drugs and they're telling you, please, I need to go wherever and I need this and I need that. You tell that child, you then you go in, like you go and get the drugs. Use that energy to go and get the money to go and get the drugs as well. And that's a life you want to live. You can't do it with me. You can choose and do it on yourself. You know what I mean? It's, it's, but keep yeah. that, like if they come back and, and you know, you see that, gl- that fine glimmer of hope that he's still there. And you by the means, support. And, yep. um, you know, let them have that. I just want to say, yeah, I just want to say the last thing in this, as somebody that is a family member that's dealing There we go, yes. That, right? um, yeah, that's exactly the point. There has to be a point where there are consequences to the action, right? Yeah. And no, uh, nobody is going to, you can't force somebody with addiction, right? You can't force them to, to want to change, right? They, they're going to have to come to you. And I think Mr. Nicholas's mother did, the, for me, my personal opinion, the, the right thing for him to now validate the help that he needs, right? And to say, mm. I want you to really, really want to get help. And to write that essay is the first step in saying, I want you to show me, because what the person with addiction has to be explained, and you have to explain to them, is that the situation that you've put the family in, the, the trust that has been lost now has to be re-earned and that's a very, very difficult process. And they have to understand that coming out of rehab doesn't automatically then say, oh, I'm not, I'm not in drugs anymore, now trust me. Right? I'm not in drugs anymore, now treat me like you treated me before that. That is not going to happen. They have to understand that there is another party that's also been affected by that trauma, your parents, your brothers and sisters, and they also have things that they're dealing with from the loss of trust, from the invasion of their privacy, from the invasion of the of the goods that you stole or, or in any situation. This is obviously just encapsulated in this one particular scenario, right? And so it's important for whoever's heading that house or heading that charge up, because there should be one person heading that charge up and everyone else supporting that person, to say, you must also understand that this is going to be a process because I've seen a lot mm. of guys come out of rehab and expect a ticket, you know, a parade, right? And expected mm. everything must be cool, we must not trust you, we can keep all the doors open, we leave our wallets on the table because you are now clean. Um, that's not how it works. And they, I think they have to be made to understand that and be told that. And I think this, the, the place that, you, uh, that Nicholas went to, False Bay, they already in the in that rehab mm. are making them aware that it has to be from your side. Every yeah. person that I know that got clean made an effort to get clean before they even went into the rehab. They made an effort to show that they wanted to get clean. Because 
it's honestly in my opinion and what I've seen pointless to say to somebody okay now you're gonna go to rehab because they're just gonna leave or they're gonna find a way to hide it better or find other ways yeah. to do what they need to do you, what we need to understand is when you have an addiction you have a singular purpose everyone else in the world has bills to pay has a school to think about work oh, relationships and so on and so forth when somebody has an addiction they wake up every morning with one thing on their mind and they go to sleep with one thing on their mind singular focus and so now coming into the real world they now have to deal with multiple things coming at them mm. and that's a very difficult thing to do so you have to be firm right and at, at one point but also be supportive of the journey that they're on and both mm. parties have to understand where each other's coming from uh, it's a but very very difficult point a uh, point to yeah. to get across because obviously what we're saying here is not going to work for everyone yeah. it's, it's, it's a very subjective topic right um, what can work for something somebody like Nicholas um, would make maybe necessary a lot of work for another person that's just the reality yeah. and, and so to keep right. trying and keep supporting that's all you can do Hilton? but Reems, Reems I just want to re-emphasize what you said earlier on on um, the family themselves keep going for help because they are dealing with a huge trauma yeah, having exactly. a family member who has addiction and I think there's obviously there's a lot of stigmatization within our communities around getting mental health care mm-hmm. so I think it's very important for the family members to really go out and seek help for themselves even before they are tending to their family members they need to go research find out how to deal go, go speak to people at, at rehabilitations and get the help that they need because I think sometimes they might end off worse than the person in the house with regard to mental health with stress depression anxiety so I and think it's very important that it's so early on, is that they do also do a bit of self-care and look after mm-hmm. their mental health too because it's a trauma to have someone in a family going through addiction. It's a huge yeah, trauma. but the thing is that the problem is that, that, that you, like in a household, you need to have a united front. You can't have one saying one thing, one parent saying one thing and another parent saying another thing in terms of supporting their child with mm. addiction. And think, that's yeah. that's where most of the problems what I've been through have, have, have come from. Yeah, I can't agree more with you. I, I don't, can't agree more with you, um, Brandon, on that. It's, that mm. is essential uh, um, from all points, from all family members, that is yeah. essential. Parents also have to understand that while you're dealing with a, 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 a child with addiction, you yeah. also have to be cognizant that yes. there are other kids that are also being affected by it. Yes. And a lot of the time also I see some of those kids fall by the wayside yeah. um, because you're so focused on that and this is in no way and I understand how difficult it is uh, blaming or pointing things at parents that might have done that I totally understand mm. how that could happen yeah. it's just something that, that just has to be thought uh, out and thought yeah. about um, I think we've lost Mr. Mac for a bit I think he's having some technical issues um, but I mean we can continue this conversation yeah. for the while we wait for him so I like this convo I think the discussion is really important because we're getting it from the first hand of, of someone who's yes. gone through addiction and also someone 
who's lived in a household with someone with addiction and I think it's important to have your point of view Rima yeah. just as much as he's having um, Mr. Max mm-hmm. um, point of view because as I said it has ravaged our communities families have been broken mm-hmm. through through addiction and I think that just having this type of conversation is very important mm-hmm. just so that people can know they can feel that the situation going through is unique in a certain sense but those is not the people that is going through the same thing there's people that has come out of it there's family members who has found a way in their own way to deal with it uniquely yep. do you know that like the, the conversation needs to be it needs to be ongoing it needs but the thing is like it's, it's, it's very it's almost like the stupid under right i mean like the 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 shame that families have yeah, it's, a common, it's a common issue yes. so, so they try to hide it away and deal with it alone whereas they come they need to speak because do you know do you know a what lot of healing can come through the conversations that you have with people e- who are going through similar e- things yeah ex- but the thing is like the 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 major thing that that people don't realize is that like parents of of of, of children or whatever that have been addicted like it's it, it affects them when it happens but it also affects him down the line like he was realized that that parents have like retirements and whatever like things that they're saving up for but all of that cash is going towards replacing or refunding or doing whatever back towards what they've taken from them and they don't realize how bad it's really come when it affects the other people around them Apparently, Hilton's sniper shot, um, sniper shooting is not as good as it used to be. Yes, but you must know my matrix skills is also on. Uh, that's also true. Uh, he tried to get Mr. Mac for missing one of the speed run questions, but he got the power box and Hilton, um, Mr. Mac's power went out for a short period. Um, Sorry about that. I'm back now. I'm here. Hilton, that's two demerit points from you. You know what that means? Uh, back to no, basic training, it, my friend, my guy. Everything I did was on purpose, my friend. There's a reason oh, sorry, why that. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> You'll figure oh, out later down the line. Grand design. Oh, shit. That's in part two of the movie, you say. Uh, uh, yeah, um, sorry, what were we saying? Um, Spencer was saying just how to fix the, the people and their savings and, you know, what impact yeah. has. Yeah, that's so true. Like, a lot of people don't realize that, like, I've 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 witnessed it. It it it's basically parents have gone through so long like they're working themselves to the bone, blah 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 blah. But what happens for their kids and stuff in terms of the, the addiction or whatever, um they don't really understand how much it impacts them and, and how much it takes away from what they've actually trying to build for that child that is taking away from them if that makes sense yeah no yeah. i mean uh, so, I, don't, I don't think anybody with it uh, if once once in the thoughts of addiction i don't think you care about anything to be honest with you all that's, you care about yes. is the next fix right now this is my about. this is this is yeah. exactly my point it, 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 it's not blaming anyone in terms of, of taking or whatever it, it's all about just understanding where that person's coming from and just being like yo we can help just showing a helping arm for that person even if it's just listening like a yeah. lot of a lot of people 100%. just want just want to list, be listened to or heard 
Yeah, I think yeah. we. Oh, I'm just gonna end off on this point with regard to this part portion. Yeah. Um, I think the overall message is, if you're dealing with this type of thing, let's not focus on shifting blame. Let's not focus on hiding the fact mm, that yeah, you're going yeah. through this. Focus on solutions and active solutions and how to be positively positively position these types of things so that we can look towards the solution. And I think um, that Nicholas's mom, Sharta, um, mm, was so. a perfect example of how to do that. I mean, nobody knows nobody uh, knows Mr. Mac better than his mom. Um, like I can personally say, uh, was a dope lady. Um, always up Bless for, you, mommy. I must you every day. Yeah, and no, I always up for the for for the liquor joke for on the sideline. Um, oh yeah. And Stephen oh, yeah. Mr. Mac got his humor for him. So and she um, schooled my mochi, eh? Hard, bruh. Like yeah, you no, are, like no, 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 she's no, like no. that mochi will tell me, hey, um, you don't know just how much your mother actually divulged your life to me. <laughs> I'm like your mommy. <laughs> But that she knows now. I mean, you know, she got she got it from the from the horse's mouth, from the experience. So yeah, and now you, you know. got to now you got to mochizu to hang on your nicker bitchy, which is absolutely what is necessary for this chapter. Oh, one hundred percent. So yeah, let's uh, let's just move away a little bit. I think we got a couple of minutes left. Um, I think you've mentioned a little bit of this. Um, when you're not doing this, I mean, you have a full-time job, and I know that you probably don't have a lot of full, of, um, like a, a lot of like spare time, right? So, when you're not doing working, doing a day job, and you're not working on the show itself um, mm-hmm. or creating content, what are you doing? What's what's? Well, where can we find uh, Mr. Mac on a, you know, on an average off day? Sleeping Beauties X videos <laughs> on. but honestly away i try to like maybe sleep but i also like i'm i always move around like there's always something happening Mm. fetch the son at school or wait for him to come home when the pastor drops him fetch my wife at work um, make food at home um, clean up the house Domestic um, bliss, you said. Why are you looking uh, at me uh, like that, my love? I do clean uh, house so once every uh, six years. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if we were to go out and stuff, we would do like child-friendly vibes. We'll yeah. sit somewhere, mm. go to the beach. Um, we'll go to events. We'll go to the wine farms or crocodile farm, strawberry, whatever the case may be. Uh. My wife says we doesn't. We we doesn't. We don't do oh. enough of that type of stuff. But um, I mean, everything we have is here at home, and when we're together, then that's all good, except. Fantastic. Mm. Nice. Yeah, actually, th- do you remember the time I caught you watching porn and you, instead of switching yo, the computer, yo, off, yo, I used the monitor. Oh my word! Oh my word! That, I couldn't imagine you sitting in your room now. You're telling me you're laughing in your room, and the monitor is facing the door, right? Yeah. Rima's laughing on the big now. I always used to get excited for blowers, I say. Rima. So I put him on, and um, you guys put 
photographic memory in the stuff for Mosman again. So click, 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 click. I'm watching, I'm watching, and, and I was just sliding door open, and Uncle John come in, and he looks at me, and I grip it, monitor, and I grab it towards my chest. That's all of it, old school ones, man. With the cables. With the cables. My bro, I'm putting it, and I look, and I'm so embarrassed, like, see, he left the room, and then I left the house immediately. <laughs> and this funny thing is, my dad just laughed. I mean, uh, we, weren't, we weren't kids when it was going down. Like, he was oh. a grown man, you know? Watch him stop on. But you know what's funny yo. about it? Is that I didn't even know he was watching porn. I was like, just laying in the bed watching TV, you know? Mm-hmm. And this, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, 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 what even? What even? You were paper cow with a joint? Okay. Circle, circle jerk, shooting, you say. Shooting, uh, shooting syndicate boys. Bang bros. So, now, nah, and so, fuck. like, I didn't notice he was doing, so when my dad came in, he hugs. Like, you see, like, the sound is still on, so you can still, like, oh, all that sound. You can, uh, I, I don't know, I just didn't click the X. I was yeah, like, oh, so get in shock. Uh, in shock, and then he, he cracks me out and says, why the fuck didn't you tell me your daddy was in the I know. And he storms out, takes his jacket, and just pisses off home. My father and I were dying with laughter. Ah, you're a good guy. So we have a colorful history, baby. Like, there's a lot of shit Definitely. Okay, listen, I think we're out of time. Um, I think people sick of my voice. I think they can listen to Brandon all day, you know, because he's a sexy lighty, but. Uh, uh, uh. Mr. Good Looking. So for the rest of us, we have a shelf life, you guys. Ah, ah. <laughs> my expiration date is <laughs> 2001. You know, Mitsu was tired of my, my, my mouth for really 10 minutes in. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> so Are we uh, guys but shot, eh? No, I don't know. I hope it was fruitful enough and informative enough for to share nicely. No, it was, it was, it was amazing. I think Thank we had a bit of a roller coaster from, from the, the lachies to the, to the emotions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? But I mean, Destiny's Child is always going to be around, you guys. Say my so, name, say my name. When no one is around you. Listen, don't get us started. Um, shout, look out for our karaoke episode. Wilton will be regaling us with all the classics. Love um, when the night wind starts to sing. That is his it's lullaby. Yes, Lord. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, sing it is, to me. Is there any way we can mute this? Can we mute this mic from here? <laughs> no. Because I have an old rendition of that number now. That is Hilton's go-to karaoke song, by the way. Like, it's his go-to. Like, what's Five Will Go Just once. Uh, just, yeah. like, just once. And I know. Yes, yes, Hilton, yes. I need to experience this. I want to listen to that. And one in a million or so now. Let it grab. Yeah. Change in a lifetime. No, 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 no. Stay away. Stay away from that. <laughs> <laughs> what we need to get is a Tyler Anderson coming to sing "Lady in Radio." <gasps> oh no! Is dancing Yo. with me cheek to cheek? Listen. You guys have some fantastic taste in tunage, this. No, listen. No, always. I'll be the best. Sure. So, let's, um, Mr. Mackles, where can the peoples find you? People's persons of interest in the first degree, godly Kimbas, Nikki Boy Wonder. Um, 
Nej, catch me on Insta. Godt lige give mig. Catch me on Facebook. Niklas Manio. Stakebæk Facebook. Stakebæk Instagram. Stakebæk YouTube. Go binge Instagram. Go binge Facebook. Go binge YouTube. Um, everything is there for you to enjoy beautifully. And uh, yeah, let us uh, follow each other. Yes, and watch um, each other's journeys and keep yes, on doing that. Nice. That will be almost fantastic. Uh, we, Mr. Mac will also be on one of our IG lives probably hopefully next week sometime. Yeah, let's do it soon, bro. We, let's uh, and you can come and ask us some questions. Um, we'll probably be on your on your Instagram, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, you're yeah, famous. There's more followers than yeah, us. Yeah, there's more. We, I think <laughs> no, we're just, I am not famous. Man. I think I think we, we just reached 100 now. I think we're the plug. He's the plug. He's our plug, Mr. Mac. I'm the plug. Uh, uh, cloud boys. Cloud boys. Cloud. Hey. Maybe we got it. I'm gonna chase it. We're gonna chase it somehow. All right. Away, away. Owens, we out. Thank everybody that supported us. Thank you thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks everybody Enjoyed that supported it. us on our first episode. We've, we've gotten tons of people um, reaching out to us with questions. Like I said, we're gonna try and get that live, that live show going with uh, with uh, Michael uh, as soon as possible, um, so you guys can actually come and ask him some questions and ask some mm. questions. Um, we'll also have some stuff going with Mr. Mac. We'll have some stuff going with Lindell in the future. Um, so yeah, we will be out there on various platforms. Uh, trying to make your lives better. Uh, shout out to the guys that supported us so far, the Perth crew, a lot of the Perth guys who joined, um, the Kariba crew, uh, shout out to those guys, and everybody else that supported us uh, so far on the... Um, on the just in uh, general, just in Instagram, general. Instagram, yeah. The, um, the Jodie Foster crew, you know who you are on our Instagram and our WhatsApp groups. Yo, Clarice! Uh, Panic rooms. Panic rooms. Panic rooms. Panic rooms. Yo. Twilight Sharkers was in panic rooms. Yeah, now we got support from... Yo, Lift Eye Lopez. We got the support from some similarities here. Mr. Mac, I'd like you to close the show off for us with your signature... Um, yeah, wow, true. Signature. You know that I'm busy eating a wing right now, bro. <laughs> Must be oh, nice. Let's uh, let the man get his wing. Mr. Mac, sign us out, bro. I'm done. I'm gonna sign you out, yeah. I'm gonna sign you out. And then, okay, so guys, thank you very much for joining the podcast. Super exciting stuff happening moving forward, as Rima said. Please follow us on Instagram. Don't.no.show. Check out the vibes there. More superb content coming up in future. And remember, most importantly, you need to want to have to leave the one you with. <laughs> Keep well, eh? <laughs> Keep well, eh? Cheers, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>